Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. And welcome to my dad wrote a porno. It's footnotes time, guys. Yes. yes. It's an exciting one today. It I is. love this. Yeah, you might remember last season we did a Call the Belinkers episode. Yeah, you won't believe this. We're doing it again. We absolutely <laughs> are. We are recycling an idea. <laughs> We're recycling a joke. Not like us. Uh, but basically... Not like you, Madonna. Not like me, I know. Seriously. <laughs> so basically you can come on and talk about whatever you want. Loads of you have sent us your telephone numbers. Mm. So it's a bit of a, you know, remember chat roulette? Who? Yeah. Like, you know, like you'd log on and some people were wanking, some people just wanted to chat. It's going to be like that. <laughs> you think some people are going to be wanking on the phone? I would not doubt it. Oh, God. Let's not do video calls. Um, so, James, you have the list of names and numbers. I have. Should we dive in? Let's go. Good luck, guys. What do you think we're going to get? Perverts of panty. Perverts and panties. Perverts <laughs> and plenty. Or did I say and panties? No, That's I said a plenty. trigger word. <laughs> oh my God. See you on the other side. Here we go. I'm dialing the first number. Hello. Hello. Is that Paris? Yes, yeah, speaking. Paris, it's James, Alison, Jamie from My Dad Wrote a Porno. Hi. Shut up. <laughs> we won't. You shut up, Paris. It's true. No way. How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, really good. Where are you right now, Paris? I am laying on my bed with a fan fanning me. <laughs> oh, I can hear it whirring in the background. It's so hot. Um, so, Paris, what did you want to talk to us about today? Well, I'd like to talk about Belinda Blink, the board game. Oh. I'm thinking in collaboration with other board games already on the market. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. So use their infrastructure and we can just put our branding on it. I like it. Good. Exactly that. Exactly that. So, numero uno, <laughs> por favore, is Cluedo. Oh. Premise of Cluedo, but who stole the blueprint? Oh, that's good. So you've got all the little figurines, where they're at, what they're doing, and then you can figure out who did it. I love that. So you've got the background goon somewhere, you've got Giselle somewhere, Professor Slint somewhere else, the factory in Scotland. Exactly that. You brought it to life. Better than me. <laughs> Paris, I love that your uh, catchphrase is exactly that. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. Exactly that. Well, I think we're all on the same page here, so this is fantastic. And there's murders in Cluedo, right? Is that it? That you're solving a murder? Is that correct? Yes. I won't lie to you, Jamie. I've never played it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are, sound like the perfect woman to adapt it. <laughs> I, know, I know the premise, and I think that's all we need to know. It's yeah. a very rocky approach to the business world. <laughs> 
Exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. Go on then. What else have you got? So, sorry, if you can hear some purring, it's my uh, my ginger pussy. <laughs> In the background. So, number two, Monopoly, classic. Yeah. And it's just all, all the greatest locations throughout the novels. She's been to so many places. We can go to the Moulin Marron if we want to. Yes. The Lazy P Ranch, the maze, like maybe Heathrow. The Heath pumping Rome. station. The pumping, yes, Cricklewood's oh, pumping station. Exactly. Oh, that could be one of the water utilities. <gasps> so good. Yes. We've got the clink for jail when you go to jail. Oh, my God. <laughs> the town hall clock. That could be like free parking. Yes. Well, what could the figurines be? Pomegranate? Yes. A, pa- a pan, obviously, like a saucepan. I think there is a pan and the real one is there. Oh. Um, obviously, a little horse for toffee apple chew. Yes. Maybe a monster <laughs> prick. A monster prick. A very large piece. Oh, <laughs> Paris is like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> let's do it. Exactly, exactly that. that. I think anything's possible if you just believe. Um. <laughs> and by that you mean I feel like I can steal ready-made board games and just stick Belinda Blinked all over it. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> any more for any more? My final one is, is just the Trivial Pursuit. Classic. Just quiz questions. Yeah, the, the ultimate Belinda quiz. Have you, have you prepared a question we could try and answer now for the, for the game? Oh, good God. I, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> She's too busy finding herself in that bed. Let's keep it simple. Um, what was the salary that Belinda was offered when she first applied for a job at Steele's? Oh, Christ. <laughs> you know what? My Spotify, you know when it does the, the hourly thing at the end of the year? Mm. I think I listened to about 800 hours of Belinda Blinks and I couldn't answer that question. <laughs> well, the answer, even I know that. It's 80,000 a year plus travel perks. Plus travel perks. Oh. Well, maybe I can make up some prototypes because I am going to Belinda's... 30th next year in London so yes maybe we could just bring it all there we can play them in the interval yes I think it would be really fun for people who've come to see a live show to watch the four of us play a really long game of Monopoly (laughs) Paris thank you so much it's been so lovely to talk to you thank you I'll see you later I'll see See you later later. exactly that (laughs) bye-bye oh my god I'm obsessed with Paris she was great when can we next hang out with her (laughs) her and that ginger pussy my god (laughs) A little bit sounds like what Bella might sound like. Yes. Oh. She had all the energy that I needed today. <laughs> Should we do another? Yeah. Dime. Hola, is that Josh? Sí. Hi, Josh. It's James Allison Jamie from My Dad Wrote a Porno. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're calling. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that? Am I allowed to say that? You oh, are no. allowed to say that. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, uh, you don't sound like a native Spaniard. You are in Spain, but where are you from originally? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> He said ever so proudly. <laughs> ever so proudly. That was a proper Miss World introduction. <laughs> um, so what did you want to talk about, Josh, today? So I'm wondering about the Belinda Blink cinematic universe. Yes. Nice. Okay. I think there's so much potential. Like, I want to know about um, Alfie. I want to know about the smallish man. There are just so many little side characters that I think have a lot of room to be developed into full-blown characters. So you think we could do like, um, you know, like Marvel are doing Loki and WandaVision and things like that. We could do spin-off TV series, movies with these characters. Oh, absolutely. I think you could even go into musical albums, pieces of artwork. I don't know. You could do it all. So if we were going to go, you know, once, once the Belinda Blinked books are finished, who was the first person you would choose to do a spin-off to ensure it would be successful? Truly, I think that the person who we have the most success for is a prequel with the Duchess. 
and the how Duchess. she, of course, how is she like the head of MI6 or whatever she is? But then she wound up at the Horse and Jockey Inn. It was just, <laughs> I had a lot of questions. I think the Duchess could become like a mini series, mm. like like the Queen's oh, yeah. Gambit. It's giving me the Tudors. It's giving me two seasons. <laughs> the Crown, obviously, is the Crown. Oh my God, <gasps> the Crown. Who the Duchess? <laughs> Imagine how beautiful it would look. Crossover oh. though, you could like you know the way that the world sometimes cross over. Yes. Oh my god. We should mm-hmm. find a random person that's been an extra in the crown. Yeah. And cast them as the Duchess in ours. So it really does feel Absolutely. like it's a crossover. Jamie, that's a trilogy. That's a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> and of course Toffee Apple Chew's gotta have her moment in the oh sun. Oh my god. Can I just say your guys' trailer for trailer five of you walking to the tombstone with Toffee Apple Chew sent me to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing. We have to just do that for the merch alone. Toffee Apple Chew. Of course. Yeah. She's this generation's black beauty. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) On that bombshell. (laughs) Adios. Adios. Adios a vosotros también. Exactly. (laughs) And same to you. Bye. (laughs) Exactly that. Josh has some great ideas. Who's the head of Marvel? We should get in contact. <laughs> Kevin Feige, I think. Yeah, okay. I'm sure you can just Google him and find his number on the internet. Kevin so. Feige at mcu.com. <laughs> That'll do. Okay, next one. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to top Big Josh Energy. Hello? Hello, is that Ella? Yes, it is. Hi. Hi, it's Jamie, James and Alice here from My Dad Wrote a Porno. Hi, Ella. Hi. Oh. My God! Oh my God! <laughs> well, this just made my life. <laughs> it's lovely to talk to you. So, how can we help you today, Ella? So, I first of all would like to be uh, a bit cocky and say that I got a distinction on my master's dissertation. Come on! Woo! And I'd like to follow that up with the dissertation was on the topic my dad wrote a porno. Shut, Shut up! What? Excuse me. <laughs> Well, um, the world of My Dad Wrote a Porno is so amazing and vast that um, I struggled to sort of whittle down what I wanted to focus on. But it ended up being a dissertation um, from, you know, a more academic point of view on how comedy is actually a great way to destigmatize sexuality. The overarching conclusion was that My Dad Wrote a Porno does make the world a better place. Wow. <laughs> welcome, society. <laughs> You've made us sound far smarter than we are, and we appreciate <laughs> that. So how many wo- words are we talking for a master's dissertation? Uh, 15,000. Oh, 15, my God. That's more words. words than my dad's ever written in his life. <laughs> <laughs> the world of academia is very keen on Rocky Flintstone. He's a fellow scholar, really. Well, one of the main points is how Rocky's sort of cult of personality is a huge part of my dad wrote a porno success. So I'm sure Rocky would love to read all about how people are fascinated with him and, you know, how it's not about you guys, it's always about him. Ella, if it's about my dad, he'll love to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've basically just described him as a cult leader, which I think is probably on his list of ambitions. Ella, thank you so much. It was so lovely to talk to you. Thank you for changing the world for the better. 
Wowzers. Wowzers, trousers. And you know I don't say that lightly. <laughs> I have an idea. You know Kean that did the timeline? Yes. You know Kean from Business. Of course, we yes. want Kean. Um, I think we should set him and Ella up on a kind of scholastic date. They'd oh get on God. so well. They'd have so much to talk about. We could do like a kind of Belinda Blinked trivia off against each other. Can you like imagine? a university challenge. Ella versus Kean. Like who's a mastermind. Yeah. Who's going to be the biggest Belinda Blink expert? My money's on Kean. I've got good feelings about Ella. And that's called balance. <laughs> I'll be Switzerland and love them both. I adore doing this. Let's do another one. Shall we? Yeah. Hello? Hi, it's Jamie, James and Alice from My Dad Wrote a Porno. Is that Mike? Whoa, yes. Hi. Hi. I never thought you would call me a bit shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, whereabouts in the world are you, Mike? I'm in Moscow right now. Moscow, nice. So... Russian. Russian. Our first Russian on yeah. the show. Yeah. Mike, what do you think of the representation of Russia and Russians in Rocky's work? Nasty. Nasty! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not all people here are like Grigor, so... <laughs> yeah, Grigor Kalansky, of course. Quite greasy-lipped, was he? Yeah. I hope there will be some someone more, I don't know, nicer. Do you have a soft spot for Countess Zara, a fellow Russian, of course? Well... She's weird. I wouldn't say a soft spot, but I mean, it's nice that there's at least a representation of Leningrad, which is actually now since Petersburg. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't even exist anymore, does it? Leningrad. Yeah. Now, Mike, I dread to ask, were my Russian accents any good at all? Yeah, actually, you just nailed it. Oh, there you go. Mike, don't be yeah, ridiculous. So I, I, know, um, I know you're not being told this a lot, but in Russian, you just nailed it. Oh, thanks, mate. Yes. These two don't believe it. <laughs> so you guys should start booing him about this list Russian accent. Okay, well, it was nice to talk to you, Mike. All the best. <laughs> I, hope, I hope Moscow's okay. We'll see you I, soon. I'm really excited that you call. I mean, it will be my early birthday present. Oh, oh. when's your birthday? Tomorrow. Me too. <gasps> really? June the 16th. Well, then, congrats to us. Oh. You guys. Happy birthday, Mike. How old are you going to be? 20. Oh, I'm 34. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I've got a birthday buddy, guys. So adorable. He's 15 years your junior. (laughs) He's 14 years my junior. (laughs) uh, But I get your point. (laughs) He's a different generation, Jamie. We're on a roll, guys. Let's keep going. Hello. Haloha. Is that Haloha? Yeah. Hi, it's Jamie, James and Alice from My Dad Wrote a Porno here. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Okay, tell me more. Now, your name is Aloha. Uh, yes, not like Aloha. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I got that wrong again. Are we catching you at a bad time? You sound like you're being kidnapped or in some sort of meeting. Uh, no, I'm actually at work, but I'm not doing anything right now. Okay. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. What do you do for work? I'm actually a therapist. Oh, cool. You have a huge following uh, in my place of work, including my boss. So Really? We're, we are the Therapist's go-to podcast. Yes, we hear a lot of awful stuff during the day, so you guys are super, like, refreshing. In your professional opinion, is Rocky okay? <laughs> um, no, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it's... Yeah, he's not okay. I mean, I'm, I'm concerned about him. We keep suggesting that Jamie uh, should uh, go to therapy. What do you think? Um, I think all of you need some, like, trauma therapy. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how you guys function, but especially uh, Jamie. I mean, I cannot imagine my dad talking about rimming as much as Rocky does. Oh, Aloha. <laughs> Aloha, you're at work. Well, I'm in my office with the door closed. <laughs> You've heard on the show, Jamie basically does regression 
regression therapy every week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd be glad to provide, you know, the services. If I'm not available, I'm pretty sure another one of my fellow Belinkers uh, therapists will be glad to provide services as well. I mean, I think I'm qualified. <laughs> I, th- I think I think you sound like you could be incredibly helpful. We'll keep your phone number on file if that's all right. That'd be perfectly fine. You guys <laughs> can call anytime. I'll be glad to provide you with my professional opinion. Oh, thank you so much. That actually does make <laughs> me feel a little bit better. Yeah. You'll regret that, Aloha. I promise you. I think we all need to go in group therapy now, guys. I'm claiming those free sessions. <laughs> you better mean it. Okay, let's keep going. Hello. Hello, is that Miles? Yes. Hi, Miles. It's Jamie from My Dad Wrote a Porno. I've got Alice and James here. Hi. Hi, Miles. Oh, my God. What? I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me just freak out for like five seconds. Okay. Five seconds. Yeah. Five, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Miles, you're back in the room. How's it going? I'm doing better now. How are you guys doing? <laughs> We're good. We're good, mate. Whereabouts are you in the world? So I live in a little town called Three Rivers, Canada in Quebec. Oh, nice. Quebecois. Obviously had to flee the crazy conservative South and just, you know, wanted to be different. So we're in Quebec. Good for you. So are you from the deep South in the States originally? Right. I'm from a little town like outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So what do you want to talk about? Well, I loved in the last episode that y'all nodded towards the biblical allegories in the Belinda Blink series and I thought that was super fun so I'm like let's let's rattle off some bible verses let's rattle off some <laughs> biblical allegories let's walk you through it is that something you know about Miles are you are you bible au fait oh Alice <laughs> yes I do <laughs> so did you want to expand on our kind of biblical theory is there st- you obviously know the bible a lot better than we do is there is there any more parallels you can draw so I'm trying to think of like Last Supper, Betrayal, mm. Judas Iscariot kind of deal. Dare I say the trellis is very reminiscent of the crucifix. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm not saying the allegory necessarily follows through because I think that would mean that Belinda was the kind of born again Messiah. Messiah yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, she's kind of got a Messiah complex. <laughs> well, she came back to life kind of. That's oh, true. That's true. She, she rose again. Oh my God, she Miles! She did rise again. But wait a second. Didn't Bella come back to life and like beep beep beep? Oh my God! Yes, she. And did. then she came back. So many people in these books have died and risen again. <laughs> Are we about to have a trilogy with James Spooner? Holy Trinity, you mean? The Holy Trinity of people coming back to life. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. The Belinda, the Bella and the Spooner. <laughs> I really think we're onto something. And what do you think people back home would think of Belinda Blinked and Dad's writing? Oh, see, every time I want to share it on Instagram, I'd be like, you'll have to listen to this episode. But I'm like, all of the boomers that follow me on Instagram, their wig is going to fly off. <laughs> I still am like, got all the like, older crowd from the local Methodist church following me on Instagram. So sure. you got to be careful. you got to post with caution. Yeah. You You've gotta... also got to preach the good word of Flintstone, though. I mean... Well, now that we've established it's a full-fledged biblical allegory, I really think it's my responsibility to be posting that. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, it's your duty. Miles, it's been a pleasure to chat to you. You make those wigs fly now, won't you? <laughs> across the room (laughs) hey it was so fun to talk to y'all i love what you do so funny cannot wait to see you when you come to canada absolutely can't wait to come back oh y'all have a great day y'all have a great day too miles bye belinda be with you hey belinda be with you (laughs) i don't know about their wigs but i've lost my wig miles was great endless love for miles yeah i love the y'all y'all we just can't pull it off can we y'all well, no. you said it, but I'm not sure you could pull it off just, you know, in your everyday. Should we dial again? Yeah, should we dial again? Yeah, let's dial again. Yeah, just dial again. 
Hello? Hi, it's Alice, James and Jamie from My Dad Wrote a Porno. <laughs> Oh my God, hi. Hi. Where are we talking to you from right now? I'm in uh, Denmark. Lovely. Ah, Hello. We love a bit of Denmark. Now, Jennifer, how can we help? What's going on? Yes, well, I am due to have a baby in July, which is very congratulations. A baby girl. And yeah, I'm allowed to bring something to the labor to relax myself and distract myself. And obviously I wanted to bring my dad wrote a porno because it's mindless (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much in the best possible way (laughs) some people play beethoven to the bump jennifer plays the mad world of rocky (laughs) so do you have a an episode in mind or a season like what are you thinking well actually my, my surname is montague so i feel like to continue to stay on brand i need chiara to feature of course yeah. so maybe dearly beloved when she gets locked in the flat yes or when do they have that di- they have a big dinner together don't they yeah the first time dinner at the duke's her. table i believe that's called james that's in series oh, the three duke's table, yes yes and obviously like you should listen to the cervix grabbing episode because you'll be experiencing <laughs> that yourself and you'll be able to really relate <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, this is so helpful, you guys. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm sure you're writing it all down as we speak. This is all going in the birthing plan that's going to the midwives, I'm sure. Now, Jennifer, the obvious question now is names for your little girl. We haven't really decided yet, so I can imagine you have plenty of suggestions. Well, hang on. It has to be Chiara. If you're Montague, it has to be Chiara. You've got to have a real Chiara Montague in the world. The only thing I'm worried about is I don't want her to be called Chiara. And I know that you've got a lot of angry tweets about Chiara versus Chiara. Who's a really empowering woman? Like, who's really got her shit together? Hazel. Yes, no, Pilot's pretty accomplished with her giant watch, right? Exactly. (laughs) She's never late for anything. (laughs) Always on time. I'd love to learn more about Dr. Studd. Oh, yeah, Dr. Studd. Did you have a first name, Dr. Studd? No, I think it was just Dr. Studd. Can you call a baby Dr. Studd? (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Studd Montague. I think it works. What's the baby's name? Dr. Studd. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Well, actually, you know, Alice, I hear you're you're the only one in the the group who isn't a godparent. So, you know, maybe (gasps) maybe there's a... Oh my God, Jennifer, yes. you've given me both your names. I can find you. Don't say it if you don't mean it. <laughs> so hang on, if she becomes a doctor, is she Dr. Dr. Stud? Yeah, she's Dr. 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 Stud. Right, okay. Montague. Adorable. I love the Danes. I am worried about her baby, though, coming into the world in that way. Why is that? Why do you think, joking. Alice? I'm fully joking. It sounds horrendous. But so many people do it. It's like an official thing. People, honestly, I have friends who had a baby recently, and on the official documentation from their hospital, it said, use my dad to write a porno to distract you from the pain. What? Yeah. On an official an, document? An official document. The world has gone quite mad. What a year it's been. <laughs> right. I think we need to do another call. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does 
or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight wheel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mydad. Hi, is that Cece? Yes, hi. It's Jamie, James and Alice from My Dad Wrote a Porno. Oh, very exciting. (laughs) Uh, Cece, how can we help you today? It's so funny because I found the podcast, like I said in my DM, I'm asexual, which is like a total, for me at least, is sex repulsion. So how the hell do I find a a podcast about quote unquote sex? But my friend introduced it to me when I was having a really rough time and I have been in love with it ever since. I mean, you guys, like last night I was listening to the new episode. I was literally laughing out loud in the kitchen and my whole family was staring at me like I'm insane. (laughs) So you define your asexuality as a sex repulsion. So yeah, how do you deal with that chapter to chapter? Because it's hard enough at the best of times. I think I at least know that I'm like, this isn't real. This isn't (laughs) what people actually do. I sure to God hope, but um, it's horrifically disgusting, and I think it kind of affirms that definitely not where I want to go, but then again, not <laughs> yeah. like Belinda's doing anything real. Where are you right now, by the way, Cece? I am in my car outside of my preschool, because I don't think they need to hear that I'm talking about a sex podcast. Outside your pre- you're a preschool teacher? Yes. <laughs> oh, <my> oh <laughs> wow. Keep your voice down. Exactly. I hope the car is parked like a mile from the school. (laughs) Yes, I'm very, very far away because these kids, they don't need early trauma. No, seriously. I feel as though we're constantly thinking that we need to enlighten Rocky and then he surprises us with some forward thinking for a man of his age or just including something that we've genuinely never heard of and he may well have made up or might actually be a sex act. So who knows? (laughs) But I, I wonder if asexuality is like something that he might explore sensitively. We just don't know. He's such a loose cannon. I would love it. Because isn't there a bit really early in the books where he said, I think it might be even chapter one when he says about Bill from HR, Bill won't have sex with you and never will. Do you remember he said that? That's true. Oh, Maybe yes. Bill is asexual. Ooh, we got, we got the ace rep. There you go. <laughs> I'm so sorry that your character that represents is Bill from HR. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't have really gotten a worse one, but I'll take him. <laughs> so Bill from HR could well be I've never an thought asexual of it. character. Yes. Cool. God. So progressive, Dad. Look at you. He's representing everyone, and I love it. Shall we dial again? Dial again. Dial, dial again. again. Dial again. Hello. Hi, is that Benjamin? Yes, hello. Hi, did you recently call an insurance company about a quote? No, I didn't. Oh, this is Alice, James and Jamie from My Dad Wrote a Porno, so that doesn't really matter. Oh, goodness me. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Oh, oh, I would have thought that I would have recognised you. Now, Benjamin, I believe you have a story for us. I do, yeah. 
let's see, I think I was 17, I think, because I was being taught by my philosophy teacher who, um, his girlfriend's dad, I played his um, living lover in a play that went to the Cheshire Warwick Festival. <gasps> no! You, what, so, Cheshire Warwick Festival, which is obviously one of the many, many um, performances Jamie did when he was a child. You played what, Mr. Toad? I played many roles, James. We have treaded the boards together, Benjamin, you and I. Uh, this is fantastic. <laughs> I was Toad of Toad Hall. I was the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland there. I, I did many things. I, I think I know someone who did the costuming for the Mad Hatter production. Really? For the, for Wonderland, of course. So you know someone that dressed Jamie, possibly, for one of the productions, and, and Lord knows what his demands were about the costume. Oh, God, yeah. Unfortunately, I regret to inform you, I never knew um, Vicky Lane, may she rest in peace, potentially. Oh. Or um, who was that man with the... Mike. Mike with the cane. Mike with the cane, Vicky Lane, Val Harris, these are all my contemporaries. <laughs> were they all involved with the Cheshire One Act Festival? Well, we all went, to, so basically, Alice, how it works is... Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, what have you started, Benjamin? Well, me and Benjamin ben, know. hang up, you'll be here all night. So basically, <laughs> what happens is, all the regional, we don't like to say regional, but the regional theatres would put on... Would put on <laughs> we their, don't like to say regional, like would, it's got together with all the regional theatres to ask. Would put on their performances and then... We, if you were selected, you would go to the Cheshire One Act Festival, and that's like a big deal. Obviously, can I just go back? <laughs> you said you knew the um, a costume designer who might know Jamie. Do we just a first name? They didn't work within the theatre itself. They worked in a, a local theatre uh, to me, um, rather than that one specifically. But they did go and help out and stuff. I can't really remember their names now. So they may have stitched one of Jamie's gussets. Well, <laughs> oh, certainly, yeah. Well, it's interesting because our resident wardrobe mistress. Uh, at the club theatre was a woman called Enid, and she was she was she, she was actually too old to travel, so we, That's not a thing. we couldn't take her with us on the minibus to the Cheshire Warnock Festival. So we had to be dressed by the people at the Warnock Festival. So it's probably true that I did get get in my costume by your friend. Poor Enid. I know Enid. She was so ratty. Honestly, she would snap at you. Oh my well, god! I'm not surprised. That oh, was Enid is another wonderful name. I'm just imagining her backstage doing the boning on a corset for you for when you're toe to toe tall. Her wardrobe department was in the bowels of the theatre. You had to go down loads of stairs. It was like in the third I basement. have to say, if you're too old to travel, you're probably too old to be a costume designer. <laughs> for God's sake, working on an industrial sewing machine, the poor woman. Too old to travel. Not a thing, it's just not a phrase. And she, but she also, <laughs> too ill to travel. Why, um, uh, it's why I got involved. Um, they needed someone who was young and spry to jump exactly. up and down all the ladders. Thank God you were there, Ben. Oh, my God. Well, this has been some extra insight, um, which we, you know, always welcome. So thank you, Benjamin. You've opened a Pandora's box. absolutely no problem. (laughs) You can imagine a team of seamstresses from the local village making Jamie some ostentatious cape that he's insisted upon. Pulling him in at the waist. Honestly, winching him. Some some (laughs) lovely corsetry at the back. What are you talking about? Also, you can imagine everybody else being like, yeah, more than happy wearing, you know, my black shorts and my black T-shirt that I brought from home. And Jamie bringing swatches of fabric that he's approved. (laughs) No, nothing was made specially. That was the whole point of Enid. She just find you something from the bowels of the theatre. Obsessed with Enid. Don't even know how she got to the theatre if she was too old to travel. (laughs) She lived in the theatre. She lived in it. She was down so many stairs. She was born in the bowels. She died in the bowels. (laughs) Too old to travel. That that is great. Right. Right, Who's next? Come on, you two. Hello. Hi, is that Daniela? Speaking. Uh, Hi, Daniela. It's James, Jamie and Alice from My Dad Wrote a Porno. Oh, 
hi. Oh, hi there. <laughs> hi. Hello. How are you guys? Good. It sounds like you've got your uh, business voice on today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a work meeting but um i'm like a lower level employee so i don't need to be (laughs) (laughs) yeah sneak out the meeting it's fine it doesn't matter what do you do out of interest i'm a large animal veterinarian but i also work as an epidemiologist which i think people are a little bit more familiar with these days with covid and everything but please go back to your meeting immediately (laughs) (laughs) the world needs you in that meeting daniela (laughs) Neglecting important uh, disease death. No, no, I'm not. I promise. <laughs> so you've nipped out. How can we help you today? So as I mentioned, I am a large animal veterinarian and um, I got introduced to your podcast actually through another vet. But there was one particular instance uh, when Jim Sterling got a penis transplant. Oh, I yes. Really remember. Yes. And in the area that I work in, there's quite a few Mennonite farms. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Amish, is that Amish? Yeah, they're very similar to Amish um, people. So we have some Amish and some Mennonite, but they're all very old school. Um, They don't use electricity. They like plow their fields with horse and carriage. um, And they're all very traditional. They wear the traditional clothing. But uh, anyways, I was listening to that episode and somehow (laughs) when I arrived on the farm, (laughs) I couldn't get my Bluetooth to turn off (gasps) and the farmer came, (laughs) and the farmer came running up to my truck and you guys were all chanting, he's got a monster. (laughs) And I could not turn it off. And the farmer was just (laughs) staring at me with shock in his eyes. And I was like, oh, oh, it's the radio. (laughs) (laughs) It's the billboard number one. Yeah, it was just so embarrassing. (laughs) I am so sorry. (laughs) Am I right in thinking we've reached every community on earth now? (laughs) Even those that don't want us. I would do these every week. They're so fun. They're way more fun than just the three of us. I normally hate talking on the phone, but this I will make an exception for. It helps that they're all great, great people. Like, what great characters. Does it also help that we've been starved of human contact for over a year? <laughs> That's probably more accurate, yeah. <laughs> well, this wasn't the first, and I don't think it will be the last. It's Absolutely really fun. not. Keep your phones on at all times, even through the night. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 